Hi everyone and welcome to Barefoot with Spirit podcast show. I'm your host Leanne the Barefoot Medium and I'm incredibly excited to connect with you and be able to bring you channeled information from spirit, source, the divine, whoever it is you call it, to inspire you to transform your experience, consciously manifest your desires and connect with your intuition and spirit. Now, before we get started with this episode, as always, I'd like to take a moment just to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land on which I stand and on which my guest stands and pay our respects to their elders, past, present and emerging. I extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples and First Nations people who've tuned in from around the world. Now, kick off your shoes. Take a few deep breaths into your heart space and step into this beautiful container, this sacred container, for a deep, connected conversation on creativity as medicine with my guest, Dr. Egypt. Now, Dr. Egypt is a multi-passionate creative writer, healer, poet, metaphysician, and non-linear creative. As a life alchemist, she believes that creativity, slow living, and living a spiritual and intentional life are powerful healing forces. She believes in using all of our wonderful gifts to show up authentically in our lives. And Dr. Egypt's mission is to empower people to live a more creative, calmer, connected, conscious, and creative life. Welcome. Thank you, Leanne. Thank you for having me on your show. (laughs) Pleasure. Now, I love all of the creative, calm, connected, conscious um, life because I think a lot of us are in amongst that whole busyness. So before we get started on talking about that topic, tell me a little bit about your background and how you've come to be doing the work that you're doing. Thank you. So, well, I started off, I lived in the United Kingdom. Professionally, I trained as a conventional physician, you know, went to traditional med school, practiced for a few years, and just through a series of, like, life, um, I would say, challenges and explorations, and also through walking my spiritual path, I just... I realized that that sort of path of conventional straight practice just wasn't fully for me. I needed more. I felt like there was more to healing and living than just that. So I started to dig deeper and explore more like natural alternative pathways of healing, including spiritual and energetic based practices, because I felt that was I don't know. I thought that's what made a complete human being, like mind, body, and spirit. We not just body, but in medical school, the strong focus is just on the physical. So I started to explore more and to kind of summarize that experience, it brought me to the path of naturopathic medicine using herbs and nutrition and lifestyle and things like that. And just over the years, I've layered on acquiring I guess more tools in my healing and and when I mean healing I mean my personal healing and how I can create healing space for others I've acquired more tools to be able to help people in that process um yeah and I'm learning and growing every day um 
and I love it. I really enjoy and love the work that I do or the many works I do. <laughs> yeah. And I love that you bring in, you know, the, the traditional scientific medicine background and bring that in with body, mind and spirit or soul or whatever it is that you want to call it because, you know, we are energetic beings. We are, from my perspective, souls in a human body. And there is a significant connection between how we're doing emotionally and what happens in our physical bodies as well. And so I, I love that you've weaved that into your practice for yourself personally, as well as, you know, holding space for others. So thank you for bringing that awareness to people because I think there are more medical doctors opening to that spiritual awareness and, and consciousness. And I, I have some friends who are teaching in medical school and teaching students to reflect and, and to look at empathy and consciousness within their medical practice. So it, it's beautiful to see that coming in. Yes, it is for sure. Yeah. Now talk to me about creativity as medicine. Oh, this is an area that's dear to my heart. So I guess just over the years in my clinical practice and also with my personal, I guess, healing experimentations, explorations, I've come to really see healing very differently than when I started my training. In, um, in simple terms, I see healing as a return to the singularity, a return to balance and wholeness. That's how I see healing. And it involves um, obviously healing our physical bodies, nurturing our physical bodies, but also reclaiming parts of ourselves that are that were maybe fractionated due to trauma, due to stress, due to life experiences, even due to physical toxins, all manner of things. So I, just because with that lens of healing, for me, for true healing, you have to address the mind, body, spirit, heart, and the environment, everything's connected. And I guess tying this into creativity, I find that to be a potent, avenue to touch all these many aspects of the physical the etheric body because for me creativity is one of the most potent i guess um avenues to explore spirituality as well as to express our divinity that's how i see it so to me it is powerful medicine it helps us in many ways one of it being it gives us a sense of wholeness and a sense of just balance because I find also like living in a very, or I've lived in very industrialized westernized societies. I, I lived in New Zealand for a few years, Auckland in the UK, in the US, very like you no know, westernized developed type societies, but um, it's very busy and it's very fast and it's easy for us to just constantly be consumers, consuming, 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 like we need more. And it's this externalization of our energy where we feel that we have to 
draw upon external sources to get a sense of wholeness, happiness, or well-being. Whereas I feel creativity is more like an internal well of joy that we can tap into and bring our gifts out onto the walls and just engaging in that process. Whatever we create, I say creativity could be cooking in your kitchen to making an amazing work of art to developing a new software program. You know, it's just essentially something innovative, something new, it's it's expressing ourselves. So I find it to be just potent medicine on just so, so many levels, yeah. Yeah, and, and I love how you talk about balance and and you know healing in that way because you know from my understanding and learning healing you know when we have dis-ease within the body is when we really whether it's mentally physically emotionally or even spiritually we we have an imbalance there or a dis-ease that we invite healing in for and I love how you talk about it can be physical, it can be mental, it can be emotional, it can be spiritual, it can be environmental, which is that external world, right? And often, you know, the in, internal and the external healing is internal. It's inner work. And we often hear people talk about do the work on yourself first and the world around you will change yes. and shift and transform and I think in our busy industrial worlds that our societies where where often or most people are striving or doing and stressing, which you know stress creates so much dis-ease within yeah. the body that we're not really listening to what our inner being needs to be so there's a difference between being and doing and and bringing in that creativity when you're being whether it's you know and I like how you talk about that slow living because when we're being we're able to be present and conscious of what we're doing and how and how we're creating and, and everything we do is creating and creativity, right? Yes. So if we're creating or being creative from a place of stress and anxiety and striving and getting stuff done, then, you know, we, we can often fall in a bit of a heap or exhaustion and overwhelm and stress and... <sighs> yes no beautifully put I mean I resonate deeply with what you said and so beautiful how you said like everything we really do that we bring forth or manifest into the world is creation and like you kind of spoke to like the energy of which we do things that's how that's the energy we bring into whatever it is that we're trying to create Mm -hmm. essentially so um yeah, it is so, and there was something you said that really um, kind of stuck in my head and you mentioned like you know, being and doing, and I find the creative endeavor, and this could be engaging in creative works or, you know, actually, I guess, producing or bringing something out because I see like you know you could engage your creativity in terms of you can listen to beautiful music or appreciate beautiful art you're not 
physically making the art or the visual painting, but you're still engaging that creative energy. And it's one of, for me, the most potent forces of bringing us into the moment and making us mindful and deep into that state of being when we are truly creative. Like, it's like the problems and stresses of life just dissolve away even momentarily. And you mentioned like stress and how it affects our health and being a physician and a healer, like I can say at least 50 to 60% of modern lifestyle diseases have a very strong driver, which is stress and creative engagement or creative um, active participation is one of the you know greatest stress dissolvers basically. So yeah. yeah. I love that. And you know, coming back to that engaging in creativity and and you know, some people may not see themselves as creative um, in the traditional sense. But the reality is when we put on music and we hear it and when we dance or when we, you know, um, create graphics or designs or we paint or we, we draw or we sew or whatever, or we cook, we're creating and, and every single one of us came into the world through creative energy. Yes. And, and so, you know, that, that birthing into the physical world, you know, we can bring that creativity in and engage with it. And some of us are meant to then express that creativity in our world and, and give, give birth to it, right? Whether it's through writing a book or poetry. I know you do poetry and, you know, um, you, I, I'm thinking of other people that I know, web designs or um, music or, or dance. Some of us are just meant to express so that other people can enjoy and engage with that creativity. So we need both, don't we? Yes, no, I totally agree. And I, I really like the way you've um, broken it down. We do, I mean, coming to really reflect on what you said, um, we really do need both. We really do need both. And it's when we almost marinate ourselves in both the receptive creative energy and the expressive creative engagement, we feel this, there's this beauty that comes into life. And, you know, um, one of my favorite books on creativity is Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert. I absolutely love her work. And she speaks to the notion of what is actually, what it means to be a creative, because I think a lot of people that, you know, that I've encountered, that I work with, they see creativity. It's like, you know, they'll say like, oh, I'm not creative because they don't, Think they're an artist you know they don't think they're engaged in their typically artistic career path but then you know the person has like three children she bakes on the weekend she keeps the garden takes care of her pets like I'm like you're creative exactly so we have to also I guess some of us have to shift our perception of what we think it means to be creative really um for instance, it's like the work you do, um, you know, creating this healing space, doing a podcast, a YouTube channel, you could be a writer, you could be a visual artist, or again, like a dancer, if you're even playing music and dancing in your 
bathroom and there was no one there, you're still creating, you're creating space in your body, you're creating a sense of energies flowing through your body, the prana is moving through, that is creativity. And like you mentioned about how we all came into this world, essentially because of creative energy, so it just speaks to the absolute potency of that energy. It's one of the most powerful energy, energetic forces out there in terms of healing and also like manifesting. I mean, there have been wisdom traditions like tantric wisdom that speaks to that, that speaks to harnessing that creative, sexual, nurturing energy to manifest, I mean, some people see Tantra as just like crazy sex, but really it's beyond that, you know, it's a healing philosophy. Yeah. So yeah, it's one of the most potent, I guess, forces of manifesting in our lives if we actively or intentionally tap into it. Yeah, and I love that you talk about actively and intentionally tap into it because it's there for us to reach into to dive into to immerse ourselves in and to align with and all it takes is a conscious choice and a conscious decision to step into our day for example being more creative and you know if we don't know what that looks like we can use that creative manifesting energetics to invite spirit the divine universe to show us how we're creating in the world or show us what creativity um, might look like or sound like or feel like for us and you know for a lot of the women that I know that that listen to the podcast this is the essence of being in your divine feminine the divine feminine is creativity it's a feminine energy rather than a masculine doing getting shit done right (laughs) and so you know for for all of the divine feminines that are often in your head overthinking overwhelmed or stressed drop into your body and ask yourself to step or set an intention to step into your day with some beautiful flowy creative energy and see what unfolds yes no I I think that just even listening to what you said it's it's such a beautiful experience and for me it's you know bringing it back to healing it's um you know, you mentioned flowy um beauty and unfolding those for me are very like soft self-care kind of words you know soft light nurturing types of word and again even creativity it's that energy of you're getting things done but without the the masculine almost stagnant constricted energy of it it's you're getting things done with a sense of calm and joy and bliss and purpose and flow like who wouldn't want to live a lighter life (laughs) who wants more stress in life nobody so just approaching life with that creative curiosity, with that, I guess it's in a sense of play. I see creativity as well as um, tapping into our inner child, like curious, you know, wondrous, playful natures, not taking life too seriously, just lighting up in our, in our minds and in our body. And that invites healing energies and so many 
levels, you know, it, it encourages more chi and prana to flow through us mentally. Um, it, you know, you know, from a scientific point of view, like there have been um, fields like neuropsychoimmunology, which essentially just shows how our nervous system affects our immune system, affects our psychology. So things like how we think and how we do things kind of, you know, actually lead to physical chemical changes in our body. And oftentimes when people are, I mean, the research is out there, are involved in creative pursuit. Things like oxytocin, which is the, I call it like the, the get together hormone. It's the, it's the hormone that makes us feel connected to ourselves, connected to community and other people. Oxytocin levels are higher. Endorphin levels, you know, the happy hormones are higher. Cortisol, which people associate with stress. I don't really like to demonize hormones because we need a bit of everything just in the right balance, but most people are running at a very high cortisol drive and things like play, relaxation, creative engagement can reduce cortisol, which can have actual physical benefits in the body. So it's not on one level, it can sound like, oh, love and bliss and woo woo, but it actually has physical chemical effects in the body. So this is, you know, like I say as a physician, when I work with people, I don't want them to keep on seeing me like for years and years. I want them to tap into their own natural pharmacy and chemistry in their body to heal themselves sustainably. And creativity is a perfect tool to do that. Yeah. And, and what's popping into my mind, and I like how you say tap into your natural pharmacy because our, our traditional or our ancestors, the traditional owners of all of our lands used nature and natural medicine to heal um, and so one of the things as you were talking that was popping into my awareness was I do a lot of readings or connecting people with the, the souls of, of babies that are ready to come through and be birthed and so you know tapping into that creative energy right and and babies are the biggest form of things that, you know, that we birth. And so um, what's popping into mind is that, yes, there can often be for women on an a fertility, infertility journey, which is yeah. balance and imbalance, right? It can be incredibly stressful and incredibly um, disappointing and, and all of those sorts of things that come up for them. And what I often hear babies say is just stop, breathe, pause, go have fun, play. Because it's about, you know, and, and if you are listening and you're on that fertility journey and wanting to bring baby in, it's not just about your physical body that needs to be ready and prepared and open it often these beautiful little souls that are coming in are energetic beings who want mum to be happy and joyful and playful and ready to create another human. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, I often find women that come for those sessions are looking for the physical medical mm. outcome. What's wrong with me? Whereas there's a shift in lifestyle, often thought patterns or emotions or ways of being in the world that's needed first. 
and then it plays into that physical not always yeah you know and and stress is a big part of it isn't it most definitely i really love how you've highlighted that because i definitely seen that to be true in the case of many physical ailments or you know not necessarily just ailments just physical challenges i like to say health challenges because a challenge can potentially be overcome with the right tools so like you know fertility issues like almost any other physical challenge um i just find that you know, it's it's great how you said, like, you know, people focus a lot on, on the physical, but there are shifts that we can make on the spiritual, lifestyle, mental levels that just facilitate more life force, more vitality in the physical body. I found in almost everything because, you know, on one hand is the stress and stress has many physical, I guess, manifestations in terms of inflammation and reduction in blood flow and all manner of free radicals and all manner of things. But, you know, even on the frequency basis, I say like to my clients and I've said this to myself is our cells are listening, our tissues are listening, our organs are listening to the internal speak to the belief systems or the negative or stagnant belief system. They listen to everything we say, we do, everything that we attest onto the world. So we should speak what we want. We should affirm good and positivity. You know, it's important. Um, and like you said about, you know, with the, I guess the, the explaining about how you receive the messages from the babies, it's just beautiful because again, the babies are saying like, mom or mom and dad you guys need to relax don't be too stressed right because they want to come into this blissful positive abundant energy and that's the best state for maximum prana to flow to create the healthiest baby right yeah, yeah <laughs> absolutely and and when we're in that state we allow creative energy to flow and the, yeah. and there's often that resistance to so whether either resisting or allowing, mm. yeah, and or restricting in some yeah. cases. So, yeah, um, we could talk about creativity and medicine and healing for hours. Um, and I really love the energy and the the wisdom and knowledge and insight that you bring to the world. So thank you. Thank you, Leah. Thank you very much. <laughs> can you share with people where they can connect with you if they want to find out more about the work you do? Thank you. So um, all my offerings and work can be found through my website, which is www.manifestingalchemy.com. Perfect. Beautiful. Um, thank you so much for joining me and thank you for sharing with people um, the insights around how creativity can be embraced and worked with and, and um, you know, whether it's observing it or producing it, um, engaging with it or birthing works in whatever way, shape or form feels right for you. Um, for those of you listening, Step into your day consciously with intention to move with and flow with or embrace your creativity. 
and allow the healing to flow in that way. Have fun and play. Life is meant to be joyful. Meant to, we're meant to love life. We're meant to be here to experience all the beautiful and amazing things that there are. So I hope that you have enjoyed this episode. Pop a comment down below on what knowledge or wisdom or insight you took from this episode and hit the thumbs up and subscribe. Um, and until next time, thank you for joining us on Barefoot with Spirit podcast show. Thank you.